millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to a special edition of Pearl Mania 500. It's not Pearl Mania 500. What is it? This is Mrs. P's Book Club. Welcome to a special edition of <laughs> Mrs. P's Book Club. What makes it special? It means that you've read a book that I will never read, that I don't want to read, and that I honestly don't even like the cover of. Yeah, but guess you've, what? You're going to listen to it. Yeah, you've read it, and you've now written down notes, and uh-huh. you've basically created a Mrs. P's Cliff Notes of a book. This is this is not even Cliff Notes. This is a full book report. If I was in sixth grade, I'd submit this Ugh. at this point. But you know what? It's been a long time since we've I done one of these. I wouldn't get a good grade, though. You would not. And no, it, because I'm telling you, I there's so many things I left out. There's so many things you left out? Yeah. I'll okay. get into it. Don't worry. Yeah, you should get into it because <laughs> I have to hit the very special theme that His Name is Dusk wrote for our book club. Yeah. And then you proceeded to not do a book club for like two months. <laughs> I'm sorry. So, ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax. <laughs> That's right. His Name was Dusk wrote a theme that you do not know the lyrics to. Here it is. <laughs> Yeah. Alex, remember to smile. It's difficult tonight. <laughs> it's difficult every night for it you. Is, it is very difficult. I uh, took a shower earlier and pulled off my nicotine patch thinking <laughs> that I was done for the evening. Whoops. And then you kicked my door in and said, I finished a book. Let me tell you about it. And I said, I don't want to do this now. It's 930 at night on a Tuesday. Oh, and then I thought to myself, I don't care. Yep. Sit down. Put your headphones on. We're recording. Yep. Because the listeners need the book club. They've been clamoring for it. They've been yeah. wondering. And in fact, you actually posted a picture of this book on your Instagram. Yeah, a couple weeks And people ago. got very excited about it. And then you turned to me about an hour later and you said, I hate this fucking book. <laughs> oh, that's not even true. I was like an hour and a half into it and I had to go back to Instagram 
and change my caption to put a trigger warning on this oh. because I didn't realize what this book was about. Okay, well, we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> yeah. So this episode is coming out as a treat for everybody because we're about to go on vacation. Whoop, whoop. Now, we are going to be gone, uh, which is, we wanted to put out as a reminder, our next episode, our next Sunday episode mm-hmm. of the regular Smegular Pearlmania 500 yep. is going to be a canned episode. It's a surprise. It will not have Patreon shout outs the same way. It's going to be super fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. You guys have, let me go ahead and just pre. Yeah. You guys are really going to enjoy it. Um, but because it's a canned episode, just like Mrs. Pearlmania Book Club, we do not do Hey Hun call outs, shout outs, any of that type of yeah. stuff. Um, the, all those different things. If you are looking for more information on our Patreon, if this is the first episode you're listening to. Hell yeah, dude. Welcome. Fucking weird. <laughs> Hell yeah, welcome. Um, so with that, <laughs> roller I think, coaster ride. Time. I know, I know. Um, <laughs> did you want to plug anything about local libraries? Because that's usually what we talk about during. Book I love clubs. plugging local libraries. I hope everybody has their library card. If you don't, please go get one. So yeah. Most libraries, you don't even have to go in person anymore. You can just do it online, and they'll mail you the card to your house. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think what is the thing I've been, our local library has been having a lot of fun, like summer days and like summer adventures and summer readings, but I deeply miss, um, did you have book it growing up? That's the thing where you got pizza. Yeah. yeah, It was the pizza hut. Yeah. We had it. Like we had it till like, I want to say like fourth grade and then one day it just vanished. Yeah. I think book it is the main reason I started going to the library because it was, if you read a certain number of books, you got like a little ribbon that said book it with a pin in the middle. Yep. And then you got a certificate to go get a personal pan pizza at Pizza Hut. It was the only thing. There was the only reason my cousin and I would go down to the library all summer. We're and like, you know we're funny? getting that pizza. See, you know what's funny is like that is, you know, the, you know the meme no. of like the brain like brain activity mm-hmm. and then it pulls back and it's like more activity <laughs> and then it's like the guy who's reaching oh, full state nirvana yeah. like yours is like brain activity if i read a lot of books i get a free pizza yep and then there's the next kid like they have no way of checking if i read the books <laughs> yep 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 because there wasn't a quiz no there was no you, test they just were like read and you get pizza and we all went okay and they've been trying that on us in offices ever since <laughs> yeah do your job and we'll give you a pizza party. Not a raise. Yeah, we're like, just no. a pizza party. We want wages. With the pizza slice cut in Extra like a thin. fourth. Oh, God. And then I, you know what happened? I got the celiacs a decade ago and I haven't had a Pizza Hut personal pan pizza since. It's very sad. And now there's actually a, <laughs> they've recently opened a Pizza Hut near our house and we drive past it all the Yo. time. Yo, I know. I'm so sad about it. Yeah. All right. You ready to talk about this book? Yeah. So let me, uh, let me hit this page turn. Yeah. Because they're called page turns during I book know club. They it's are. been so long since we've done a book club. You forgot all the things. I forgot all the things. I almost forgot that we had our own special theme for this. <laughs> but guys, once again, we just do want to thank everybody. Thank you so much for all your support, listening to us, and all those fun things. Uh, we're going to keep this parasocial relationship uh, going after this <laughs> little bit of a page turn. And this book was brought to you by Blue... No. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're on the wrong podcast. All right. This book was brought to you by um, an impulse buy at Barnes & Noble. I actually didn't even rent this book. I actually paid for money for it. Now I feel bad, but we're going to write it off on our taxes. Yeah, somebody, the government should pay me for reading this. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to read you the back of this book. This book is called Near the Bone. Who's it by? Uh, Cynthia Henry. Cynthia Uh, Henry? Cynthia Henry, right? 
Okay. Christina Henry? No, it's Christina. Oh, How sorry. did you listen? I've been writing a book report all night. That's definitely not <laughs> Cynthia. It's Christina. Christina. Hen- What's funny is from Upside Down. I thought it was written by Christina Hendricks, and I was like, she's writing books. Yeah. Nope. Nope. There is a Hendrix that everybody's always, oh, what's his name? Grady Hendrix. He writes books and people are always like, why don't you read Grady Hendrix? And I have a vendetta against him. We've talked about it in a prior book club. We did. Okay. So this book's called Near the Bone. Okay. And I picked it up because I'm going to read the back. Okay. And you're going to, you're going to know why I picked it up. It says, Maddie can't remember a time before she and William lived alone on a mountain together. She must never make him upset. But when Maddie discovers the mutilated body of a fox in the woods, she realizes they are not alone after all. There's something in the woods that wasn't there before. Something that makes strange cries in the night. Something with sharp teeth and claws. When three strangers appear on the mountaintop looking for the creature in the woods, Maddie knows their presence will anger William. Terrible things happen when William is angry. Okay, so, and I remember you reading me the back of this when yeah. you were complaining about the book, right? Mm-hmm. No, I, it was, it was a complaint was, I read that and I thought, werewolves. That's what I was going to say. I was, I was like, werewolves. Is, I've never heard a book more this like telegraph werewolf. werewolf. I was like, yeah, this is a book about werewolves. Yeah, you have amnesia, he's a werewolf. Yeah. Or you're both werewolves. There's something, William's angry, he's going to change in the woods. I was like, all right, this is a book about werewolves. That could be a good time to, you know, yell at Alex. Yeah, because we've done mermaids. <laughs> yep. We've done killer trees. Yeah, blood trains. Blood trains. Um, so here's the thing, and this is why I was saying earlier that I had to go back and change the, the, the put a content warning on this because people were like, oh, I'm going to go get the book right now um, from the library and I'm going to go buy the book. And then I was like, hold up, everybody, got to warn you, trigger warning. I didn't know. There's a lot of uh, child abuse in this book. Oh. And um, it's real. It gets real dark real quick and very uncomfortable. Okay. And I, I was thinking I was getting a werewolf book, and I think that's the main reason I didn't have a great time, because it, it, it read like <laughs> it, the back does re- like like no. I mean that was straight up. You didn't add anything no. or subtract anything from the the back of the book. Yeah. And it definitely, because even, even the even the quotes right. This is from Paul Tremblay, author of Survivor Song. Ooh. A true page turner. Nasty and unflinching in its presenting, in presenting its supernatural and everyday horrors. That sounds. I just thought it was werewolves. Okay. Yeah. Um, Christina Henry's riff on classic small town horror is full of dread and dark magic, with themes that resonate heavily in 21st century America. Henry's storytelling is her own sort of witchcraft. Yeah, that, that makes me think witches. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. That would have been fun. Yeah. That is not what happened. Okay. okay. So I'm going to tell you. Here's the thing. Like I said, I would have got a, I would have not gotten an A on this book report because I really didn't per I purposefully didn't go into a lot of the details of what the main character talks about when it comes to that because it is so uncomfortable. By that you mean child abuse. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it was hard to read. It was hard to uh, have my imagination played out for me. And I don't think there's any reason for me to try to explain to you. The only time it really, I'm really going to bring it up is when the context really fucking matters in the rest of the story. Okay. Um, but if you're going to read this book because you like the sound of the book club and you you are like, God, oh, it does sound cool. Um, just know, just know it's it gets it, there's parts there's dark shit that I'm not saying. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, that feels like a Paul <laughs> or like, was that a pale Paul? Like when it said over you, like as if as if as if our if our podcast. <laughs> Was Europe. Yeah. Uh, that's a specter over the people of Europe. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay. Also, uh, for those, if this is your first book club, welcome. I am going to spoil this book. Even though I just said there's parts I'm going to miss, I always, I the whole premise of this is that every time I read a book, I just usually walk into the room before we had recording equipment, and I would just uh, explain the entire book to Alex because he doesn't read books. And then... Okay. <laughs> well, it's true. I do sometimes. When was the last time you read a book? Um... That wasn't a comic book. Okay, so the problem is, is I pay for Comicsology, <laughs> all right, and that's a monthly subscription uh-huh. to read different comic books from all over the world. You pay for that? It's like five ninety nine. They have comic books at the at the library. Do they have French comic books at the library? I don't know. We can ask them to order them. Yeah, but that's gonna be a whole. Pro- I don't. I don't want to look <gasps> someone in the eye. You know what else I want to say about no, no, the on. library? Hold real on. quick. No, hold I'm. On. I had a thought because now that all the actors and the writers are on strike. And we're not paying for fucking streaming anymore because fuck those people and the way that they're exploiting labor practices. I want to tell you You something. go to your local library, every movie in the world we weren't, on DVD. We weren't paying for streaming before. My sister was paying for streaming. That's not true. I paid for one of them, yeah. but I canceled it. Um, but the what I want to say, though, is, mm. is when I get my French comic books, mm-hmm. um, I don't want to look someone in the eye. <laughs> Why are they? They not they just get about weird. action figures or they whatever get your books are fucking about? weird sometimes, <laughs> and they always catch you off guard mm-hmm. because you'll be reading it and you're like, oh, what's this? What's this about? No, oh, okay, cool. It's about a space adventure, and you're like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, her way of battling the monster is what? That was not foreshadowed. <laughs> Four pages of that, huh? Gonna blow right past that. That's when I accidentally roll over and I'm yeah. like, hey, babe. The same way, <laughs> the same way whenever I watch an anime. It doesn't matter. What's this anime about? Oh, yeah, no, it's just an anime about an amusement park that's full of ghosts. Oh, okay, cool. And then Mrs. Pearlmania walks into the room, and then it's when one of the ghosts goes, the only way to fight the demons is to pull off our shirts and jiggle at them. And you're like, why are you watching? I'm like, again, 80 hours was not like this. All right, now tell us about your weird kid abuse book. Okay, so the book opens with our main character. Her name is Maddie, okay? She's in the woods. She's basic. Okay, the other thing I just said was like, this is all from Maddie's perspective. Most of the book we're hearing. POV. Yeah, her point of view. Most of the time we're, we're hearing Maddie's internal monologue, okay? A lot of what's happening is in her head and is just being shared with the reader. So a book opens up and she's in the middle of the woods. Whole woods is covered in snow. Wintertime. Okay. Thick snow on the ground. Okay. And she walks up and there's a huge blood stain in the snow. Okay. And there's a fox cut in half. Intestines everywhere. When you say cut in half. Do you mean splayed up the middle? Mm-mm. Or you mean like chopped so its legs are on one side butt, and then... Butt and legs, head and legs on the other completely side. Completely and separated Separated. In the and the whole thing is it's like very clear that like some type of predator ripped this fox apart. But Maddie, having lived in the woods for her whole life, is like, why, why didn't he eat it? Like she's never seen this in the woods where you would find something dead but wasn't eaten in any way. Okay. So she's very startled by this. Okay. So she rushes home to her cabin because there's like a cabin in the woods. Obviously, it's on the cover of the book. Uh, to where her and her husband live in the middle of nowhere, away from civilization. Okay. okay. Far away from civilization. Are we in America or Canada or Russia? We're in America. Okay. We know that. Pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we're in America, and she uh, American it, Mountain. She's rushing home, like she's she's nervous about what she saw. Yep. But she's also rushing home because she's afraid of her husband's gonna be mad at her for being late. 
for lollygagging and looking at this fox. Okay, so that's a weird sentence to begin with, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. they live in the, the cabin in the middle of the woods, right? Yeah. So technically speaking, besides sunrise and sunset, time does not exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just wanted to be clear about no, that. No, you're right. It's a weird thing it's to a, be like, hey, I need to be there by precisely at 5.02. It's like, what yeah, happens yeah, at 5.03? she's not wearing a watch. Okay. Also, because uh, she's not wearing a watch, and as they're talking about her, she's discussing, like, getting through the woods uh, and the snow. She's having a hard time because she's wearing, like, um, like petticoats, you know, like the big skirts and stuff like Is that. Is this modern day? She's wearing petticoats, and she has, like, the long braid. It's very, like, Like a gingham dress type of deal. Yeah, but, like, the winter version of that that they used to yeah, wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Um, she did it in the story. She is like, she gets back. And as soon as she walks into her, William's screaming at her. Her husband's name is William. And he's, her real name is Martha. She's going by Maddie. Her nickname's Maddie, but her Martha. So it's like, Martha, where have you been? You're late. And she tells him, she's like, listen, I found this fox in the woods. Um, he dismisses her as an idiot. Basically. He's like, you dumb woman what do you know yeah but she's like listen no this was like it was it was gutted it was cut in half but it was still there and so he doesn't listen to her like it's very clear he's dismissing her but at the same time it's clear that his interest is peaked because he is concerned that if there's a predator in the woods it's going to hunt the things he wants to hunt so like he hunts for their food Okay. So he's like, if there's a big fucking bear out there that is killing shit and just leaving it, we I got to get this fucking bear because yeah. it's going to kill the food I want to eat for, for our winter storage. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's going to be my next question. It's like, yeah. what is his job then if he's out in the woods? Yeah, he's hunting. So what was she doing out in the woods? Is she collecting sticks or something? Kindling? Something like that. I don't rec- remember. She's just doing wood stuff? She's just doing whatever wives do in the woods. Yeah, she was just leaving. So Maddie's describing this relationship with her husband, and it's... It becomes clear very quickly in the book, and I don't know if it's because of my experience having worked with victims of domestic violence, but it's abundantly clear she's a victim of domestic violence, right? Yeah. He's verbally abusive, emotionally, physically. She, she's constantly talking about the deep fear she has of, like, if she doesn't look at him right, he's going to punch her in the face. If she doesn't do the thing she knows he wants her to do, he's going to withhold dinner. Like... She is being really abused. And there's also this, um, this religious abuse that's happening where like, it's that like, you're my wife, you're my property and you need to be godly. And if she fucks up, he like makes her read the Bible until, and won't let her sleep. Okay. So this is unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, except it's not fun. Yes. Okay. I just wanted to put that's it in the, the context. Outfit. That's the outfit I yeah, was Yeah, I know. Of. I know. Okay. That's, what that's what I'm going with. It's completely unbreakable Kimmy shit. <laughs> Except. No Titus Andromedon. Yeah, there's no. If only there was a Titus Andromedon. Yeah, nothing. Um, to help or, her or, understand New York City. Or an or the most unbelievable character of them all. <laughs> the cool landlord. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, anti, the anti-capitalist landlord. Yeah, yeah, none Incredible. of those. Um, yeah, so, okay. Okay, okay. I, I, get, I, I already hate this book, by the way. No, you can't hate it so early. I, I hate it so much. <laughs> what do you do? Oh, I live in the woods with a gingham dress. I stare at ripped up animals, and I go home to my abusive religious husband. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, we don't know what year it is. Nobody has a radio. <laughs> so I feel like this this is the type of this is the type of cabin in the woods where they're like modern music is banned. 
There's definitely no Bonner music. That's what I'm saying. Um, that's why I know that they don't have a radio because that's how the devil gets in your brain. Exactly. Through the, the radio waves. The music. Yeah. Um, also, they do in their this own part, dentistry. In this part, in the very beginning, where we're like learning about the relationship through her perspective, mm-hmm. she talks about how mad he is that she hasn't produced an air yet. And she's had like multiple miscarriages. Okay, well that sounds like it's on you a little bit too, there, buddy. I'm just gonna throw that out there. You, you're creating a stressful environment for this lady to try to carry your seed. Yeah, and you're not even feeding her. It's a whole thing. Yeah, you can't you can't get a lady knocked up and then scream at her in the face and then deny her food. Mm, well, that's the reverse. That's supposed to happen. <laughs> she gets pregnant. She gets in your face, and screams, and denies you food. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. So. The next day, William, because again he thinks there's like this predator, he decides. Can we call him Bill? Yeah, sure. Because William sucks. Like I just like William is an air of respectability. I don't want to give this man Bill. But if you just hear Bill now, Bill goes out into Bill the woods. Bill wants to go into the woods. All right. uh, to find the animal that killed the fox. To be fair, they live in the woods, so he's just going outside. Yeah, but you know, like you know how he like, goes deeper. I get you. There's yeah, a clearing. There's like a clearing. So, but to um, us, to us city folk. <laughs> This is all woods. That's very true. Yeah, it's fucking anything. Like, oh. no, the woods. Like, especially out here in the suburbs. Like, to you when we come out here, they'll be like, "Oh no, we'll go to the woods." And the woods is like to them, it's like two yards back. Yeah. And in the back, and then there's a, there's a bunch of trees, and you're like, "This whole fucking place is the once once the buildings are not under three stories, it's yeah, woods. It's all woods this to is me. All woods. There are cows. It's either and woods. Goats. Listen, it's either woods or fields. There's yeah. nothing." And then you're back in the city. Yeah, where the good, delicious food is. Yeah, God. where people flavor things. Okay, so he de- he, t- he decides he's going to bring Maddie with him because he wants another set of eyes, right? Usually he would leave her at home. Locks, but he hates her and thinks she's dumb. Locks the door from the outside type of deal. But he's yeah. like, you're coming with me. I need another set of eyes in case, like, bears or okay. whatever. Okay. All right. So... She goes with him and, you know, he's being an asshole the whole time, of course. And she's having a really hard time keeping up with him because, again, big dress, petticoats, the whole thing. And they get to, like, uh, this, like, kind of cliff uh, cave area. And so they have to kind of climb up it to get into the caves because he's like, well, if there's any fucking predator or bear or whatever it is, it's in those caves probably because that's a good area. So let's go look inside there. So they're tr- they're trying to climb up, and he's you know good at it because it's what he does all the time. And she's having a hard time because she has no uh, strength, and <laughs> so she can't really climb. And he's yelling at her about it. You know, you suck because you can't climb and whatever. And then they get into the cave, and she immediately starts like almost vomiting, like gagging. Oh wow! Because the smell coming out of the cave is so bad. Okay. And he starts yelling at her, and like. He gets mad at her for vomiting. So this is when we start to really hear him talk. And when he's screaming at her, he's like, he's accusing her of hiding a new pregnancy and using witchcraft to, quote, bleed the baby from the womb like the devil you are. You know, like that. And so she's like, no, I'm not pregnant. It just smells really bad. And he's like, I don't smell anything. And I was like, that sounds about right, Bill. Of course you don't. I bet you don't know where your socks are, Bill. So they go in the thing, and then, of course, the wave of stink hits him. Okay. He can finally smell it. Yeah. And it turns out the cave is full of rotting animal carcasses and bones and shit. Like, it's just, like, full of dead stuff that's rotting. Okay. And so the smell, overwhelming, in the cave. The thing that makes it really weird, it, other than that, is that 
all of the bones are separated into small piles around the cave neatly. And all the piles of bones are the same kind of bones. So there's like leg bones and feet over there. And over there, that's just skulls. And over there, that's just jaws. Like all the bones are separated neatly throughout the cave. Okay. So but there's like rotting flesh around too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's a weird monster thing, but it clearly is showing some form of intelligence. Yeah. Unlike Bill. Unlike Bill. So Maddie's like. Unlike Bill who thinks you can puke a baby into miscarriage. Mm-hmm, that's right. Okay. So Bill is like, doesn't see anything weird about that. And Maddie's like, red flex, right? She's like, yo, what the fuck? Why are they organized? Yeah. Why are the toes in a toes section? Yeah. Like, we got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bill's like, no, no, we got to keep looking. And I'm like, Bill, this is why you're not allowed to be in the horror movies. Mm-hmm. Or you should be. Um, so Maddie's like begging to leave the cave. He's like, no, we got to keep looking. And um, they... They eventually hear like this really loud, like I want to call it like a like a squall, like a rah, like that. I don't know how they described it. I don't remember. Okay, but so they hear a loud animal noise. Yeah, a really loud squawking, growling animal noise. Squawking, growling. Yeah, squaw. It was like yeah, squawking, growling. I'm picturing a griffin now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, and so they hear the loud noise and finally Bill agrees to leave. Oh, oh, I'm glad. I'm glad now that he's shitting himself. Bill's like, you know what? I have this idea. Yeah. I just thought of it I myself. I just thought of it myself. So they're heading. Bill's a good guy. <laughs> no, he's not. I think Bill's, I think Bill's a fine character too. Oh. You know what? When I think of good characters, right? Yeah. I think, uh, Patrick Bateman. Yeah. Oh. I think the Joker. <laughs> Right. Wait, are you doing that Rob DeSantis commercial? Then? Yes. No. Hundred percent. Okay. I think I think Ron DeSantis and yeah. I think Bill. I think those are yeah, they, good similar. Christian men that you should you uh-huh. should definitely emulate. Sure. So as they're leaving, and Maddie's having a hard ass time getting down from the cave, as you can imagine, she had a hard time getting up there because she's, she's wearing petticoats. She's wearing petticoats and dresses. Yeah, because she's shit. never met a gay man who can help her find something nice. <sighs> yep. And when they get to, like, this open clearing part right before the woods happen again, there's a guy there, a stranger. And Bill, like, side glances Maddie and growls. And he's like, don't you fucking talk to him. And Maddie is like, she gets nervous because she says that she hasn't spoken to someone that's not Bill in, like, years. She does not recall the last time she spoke to another human that wasn't Bill. She's just... In this log cabin with Bill. All day, every day, nobody else. Bill doesn't let her leave or go to town. When they go to t- when he needs stuff from town, he goes and locks the door from the outside. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't talk to anybody. Okay. So. I don't like this. This reminds me of that one episode of Criminal Minds. That's probably. I don't yeah. know which one you're talking about, but probably. No, by one episode, I mean, it reminds me of like those seven or eight episodes of Criminal Minds. <laughs> this is just feels like a Criminal Minds yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Um, you know what I mean? It's like, we've been looking for her for years. So Will gets really snotty with the stranger. He's okay. really rude. I know it's going to be a shock to you that he's really rude. I'm shocked um, The stranger is sensing bad vibes. Okay? Oh, no shit. <laughs> the stranger is like... Yo, what are these bad fucking vibes? Yeah. And the stranger's actually walking around, like, taking pictures of stuff. He has, like, a camera. And Maddie's like, the fuck is that thing? She doesn't know what a camera is? She doesn't is. know what a camera is. Right? So, uh, uh, wait, are we being villaged? So, is this the village? Because you know I fucking hate the village. So, you know I, I fucking... M. Night Shyamalan's <laughs> The Village is one of the worst movies I ever fucking saw. So... 
Fuck that movie. So I fuck and fuck and Night Shyamalan. And so and fuck his wife. Oh, honestly, because I had to deal with his wife. Really bad tipper. And his wife is a real fucking jerk. They're real rude, both of them. Yeah, I've I've had to wait on them and their family a few times. I had to deal. I think I talked about before in the podcast. I had to deal with his wife when I worked at fucking Borders Books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I nearly got fired. I just they later did fire me, but it wasn't wasn't for that. that. It wasn't for that. That was a strike. Yeah. Mm, Listen, they're both bad tippers. Yeah. Okay. So anyway. Um, what was I thinking? I was day drunk. Can you let me get my thought out? <laughs> no, okay. this book sucks. <laughs> so, the, the, Maddie has like, she sees the camera and she's like, that looks vaguely familiar, but I don't know what the fuck it is, right? That's like, a fucking insane statement. She's like, I, I feel like I have a memory of this, but I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. So, does um, she know who Pitbull is? Will, uh, Bill, I'm sorry, the stranger asked Maddie if she's okay. Because she doesn't look okay. She's wearing a gingham dress at a time when modern cameras exist. That's never good. So he's like, are you okay? And she doesn't say anything because she's not allowed to talk. So she's Uh, just staying there quietly, wide-eyed, looking crazy, underfed. What type of weapon does Bill have right now? Does he carry a gun? Bill is carrying a gun. I don't know if the stranger sees it, but we as the reader know that Bill has a gun on him. Okay. Is it like a double-barrel shotgun? Like an old-timey gun? He's not carrying an AR-15. No, no. He has like new guns. He's like a new gun kind of guy. So she's wearing a gingham dress, doesn't know what cameras are. Mm-hmm. And this guy is walking around with a fucking assault rifle. Pretty much. I don't know if it was like an AR-15 or whatever, but like, yeah. it's definitely like a newer shotgun situation. Okay. Not old-timey. Okay. But I don't know if the stranger sees it yet or knows about it. Okay. So basically then- I sh- would listen. If I came across these people, yeah. right? If I made- I'm assuming Bill is burly. Wait, let me finish this thought before you finish your Okay. Thought. Okay, so- then the stranger, because again, not letting it go, because this looks so crazy to him. He's like, does your daughter need help? And he's like, she's not my daughter. It's my wife. And then the stranger looks at her and goes, are you okay? And again, she doesn't speak. Okay. She eventually says like, I'm okay. Because she is sensing Will is going to shoot this guy. Uh-huh. And she wants him to leave. So she's like, I'm Okay. And then Bill like gets mad at her for talking to him, uh-huh. but he the stranger does leave. Like he's not happy about it. He's concerned, but he leaves. Okay. Okay. So is Bill old? Yeah, we find out in this moment that Bill is old. Okay, so Bill is old. Maddie I... doesn't know Bill is old. She has no concept of that Bill is old. All right, this is fucking weird. All right, I I was picturing. You know who I was picturing in who? my head? Basically, like Bluto. Bluto. From like Popeye, you know, like a big burly dude oh. with like a big dark beard, yeah. wearing like overalls and like a like a prospector hat. I that was what I was picturing, yeah. but now he's old, so now I'm picturing. Uh, is he? So is he? I picture him like fifties, kind of strong. Okay, like he'd be in like Yellowstone, like strong. Okay, and like great, great hair, but like not like fat and like. I don't know. I'm I'm not saying fat. I'm saying that like farmer tough. Yeah, like farmer tough. Yeah, country and like strong. Crazy, crazy eyes. Definitely crazy, crazy eyes. Crazy eyes. Okay. Um, but I I have a feeling that he might have been like handsomeish. Back That's why I'm day. saying like that Yellowstone cowboy vibe, you know? The park? No, that TV show. That we all don't the, watch that show. I know, but I know about it because I went to Nashville and it's like basically Everywhere a theme park for Yellowstone TV show. Everybody's dressed up. Which like is insane because Yellowstone's in Montana. You know, I know. Yeah. Okay, so. Is it Montana? 
or Wyoming. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Okay, so never been on the way back. Real to the mad house, about it. Oh, I oh, know we had to cancel because of the, the I know. thing. So. Um, the pandemic. That's why we had to cancel. <laughs> had to cancel. Because of the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The worldwide pandemic. Yeah, that's that, why we didn't go on our fucking national park tour. I know. Looking <laughs> back, we should have gone on our national park tour, but you know. Well, well, there was a bunch of stops that the the motorcycle people gave everybody COVID. And yeah, we were I know. Going there. Yeah, I know because they had the fucking Sturgis or whatever, yeah. and everywhere we were going to stop was they a were fucking there. Sturgis stop. And I was stop. like, we can't go. They're and they were all give COVID, COVID spike <laughs> spots. I know. Yeah. So okay, so the whole walk back to the cabin. Um, Bill is yelling at Maddie for being a lustful whore for talking to that guy. By saying, I'm okay, please leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Don't take me from and my husband. he's like, I'm going to beat the sinfulness out of you when we get home. Okay. So while they're walking in the woods, they're still like pretty far from the house. The woods gets real quiet. Like no birds, no bugs, like that kind of quiet. And Maddie looks up into the trees because she's like, why don't I hear any fucking birds? Oh, yeah, because we completely forgot now. We completely forgot that there's a monster on the loose. (laughs) So I'm so mad that it's M. Night Shyamalan, the villages. So The villages. No, not the villages. That's in Florida. That's where the old people are on golf carts. He would have done a better job turning that villages into that movie. Yes. I would have seen the 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 Florida villages, but there's weird monsters that kill anyone who wears the color red. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Get out your golf carts. Wow. Okay. Um. So she looks up into the trees because she's like, why the fuck don't I hear any birds? Yeah. And then Bill's like, looking up is sinful. So then she sees what is very vividly described in the book horrific animal carcasses lots of them hanging from the trees by their own entrails okay okay so she's seeing them and she's looking up at them in horror at all these dead animals hanging weirdly through the trees but she has like this crazy flashback to like a christmas tree and you know what I don't know how pe- people have different trauma responses no no I get that because so the way the entrails probably are hanging <laughs> the way cuz there's all right I know you only read comic books. Punisher Max. Okay? <laughs> okay. Punisher Max is one of my favorite series of all times. All right. All right. And there is an there is this one trade paperback of it where the Punisher is taking out uh these people who are trafficking women okay. from Eastern Europe. It's clearly like um uh like Bosnia, mm-hmm. you know, one of those type of wars, uh like Yugoslavian uh, civil war. And they took these women, and so the whole thing is Punisher finally kills the three ringleaders, and one of them is this big burly dude yep. who was like a war criminal who was bringing these women over, and he was beating them, he was torturing them, all these different things, while also like keeping them in and pimping them out and all this okay. stuff. But the Punisher's like, this guy needs to suffer worse than all the other ones, yeah. but I can't just kill him. No. So he actually rips the guy's entrails out and hangs them from a tree. Mm-hmm. And then, like, because the guy's, like, knocked out. So the guy wakes up, and then Punisher finally lets him look down. And he realizes his guts are hanging from the tree, and he's still alive. Yeah. And what I remember, when I saw that image in the comic book, I remember thinking, like, it looks like a fucking Christmas tree. Because it looks like the, the string <laughs> like of popcorn. It looks like the No, garland. no, no. Specifically, the string of popcorn, because oh, the intestines no, have that, like, popular, bubble like, yeah. to it. This so, is gross. We should have we should have put a warning. We said content warning up front. We said this book is awful. Why are you listening to this? <laughs> okay, so she has like this flashback to Christmas trees. Yes, she hasn't seen a Christmas tree. Bill doesn't give out Christmas trees. She doesn't have that life. What is he, Oliver Cromwell? So she is like, but she's she's staring up at this hor- horrifying situation, and she sees like a Christmas tree in her memory, and then she sees like a um, like a fireplace or. What's another word for it? Like a, a mantle. Okay. A mantle. Yeah, yeah. And there's two hot stockings hung on it. 
and the stockings say Heather and Samantha, right? And so she's like looking at this, like in her mind, she's looking at this, the trees, but she's having this thought. And then she doesn't realize this, but Will is charging towards her because she is not moving and he wants to keep walking home. And so as he's walking towards her and she's having this memory, he punches her straight in the fucking mouth and knocks her out and uh, does as as he's knocking her out. She's like pointing up. She's like, no, look. And he doesn't. He just beats the living shit out of her. Okay, that sounds like Bill. Okay, so um, she comes to because, again, she is knocked out. Great. And she's being dragged through the trail by her ankle. That seems... Why not... Listen, you caveman. Pull her by the hair if you're going to do it. Okay. So he's pulling her by the ankle. Yeah. He realizes she wakes up. And he's like, walk, you lazy bitch. So he makes her... I hate walk. this book. Yeah, this book. It's... I was thought this was going to be a literal book. So she somehow gets up and starts walking. You should walking. just read Twilight. <laughs> so she, you should just straight up just read she's Twilight. She's walking and she's not walking super fast because she got the shit beat out of her. Yeah, no shit. And her ankle hurts now. Yeah, of course, because he's been pulling on her ankle. That's and, not how you drag someone through the snow in petticoats. Um, Where did he even find fucking petticoats? I don't know. He had to order those special online. I bet, you know what? I bet he drove to Lancaster. <laughs> he's like, give me that Amish gear. That's what I'm into. Um, So he starts walk. They're walking. She's really slow because of how much. Yeah, because of the concussion. And he walks fast. He leaves her. He's like, find your way home. She doesn't know how to get home because she's not allowed off the prop- main property. Oh, the my God. This guy sucks. So he leaves her in the woods, basically, and she's trying to figure out how to get home. Well, then walk downhill and go to civilization. Okay. That would make a lot of sense, and this book would be over. But <laughs> she, um, she's trying to get there. She realizes that she can follow. There's like a stream that goes towards the house. Okay. She's like, I just have to fo- find the stream. I can follow the stream in the house, right? Okay, yeah. So she, like, f- finds the stream because she can hear it. She follows the noise, gets to the stream. She's, like, walking towards the stream, and then she sees this big, dark creature. And okay. the creature is drinking from the stream. It's, like, okay. quietly minding its business. Okay. But she's, like, near it, kind of close. Yeah. And it doesn't see her because she's just frozen. She's, like, the fuck is this? And, like, she can't fully describe it because it's so dark. But it's like, it's huge. Yeah. It has yellow eyes. It has giant claws. Uh-huh. And it's, it's, she's just like, it's huge. It has a scent and it's just terrifying because of the, so, the deep darkness of it. So I get that completely. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. did I ever tell you the, my story about my mom and the bull? No. Okay. So when I was growing up, you know, in our house, my mom went up into the backyard. We had this big hill mm-hmm. and the backyard, they had a barn. Yeah. And my mom went up to the barn one night. And it was like right, it was right at dusk and she was doing some stuff in the barn. Yeah. And then it was nighttime. And she was like, oh, I got to cut out the lights. I'm just going to walk down the hill. And she cut out the lights and she walked out of the barn. And it was this little barn, like a little two, two stall yeah. barn. And she walked out and she closed the door. And it's this old hinge door. So you had to go like, and like get the lock through. Yeah. And my dad could have fixed it for years, but it was like all rusty and shit. But it was just one of those things that wasn't important to him. So now, of course, it's fixed. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she like gets it in and she like locks it. And then she felt eyes on her. And she turned and she saw this dark mass and she could see red eyes. Mm-hmm. And she heard a... And she took off running. There was a bull that was about 15 feet away from her, was staring at her, and she ran down the hill and, like, dove into our garage. And as she dove, she pulled the garage door down behind her. Yeah. Now, the bull didn't chase her down, but she, like, 
she couldn't describe the bull besides the shape. Yeah. And she had to call. We didn't know what else to do, so she called the vet. And the vet came out uh, hammered. It was this old man <laughs> and his son who was like yeah. a vet in training. He showed up hammered with a fucking dart gun. He's like, I'll go get it. And then like the state police showed up and like animal control. And eventually like, the farmer whose bullet was yeah. like came and like took it. But like my mom like knew she's like all she could see was eyes yeah and sense the shape of it she's like yeah. I couldn't tell you what color it is I couldn't tell you shit about it. so I get like yeah that is very accurate when it's that dark and you yeah. see a thing there's only certain things you can make out also I do want to make it clear Maddie has a concussion and doesn't know what cameras are <laughs> so I'm I'm not too concerned that this description is poor yeah okay so um, <laughs> it could look. What I'm this saying thing, is believe women. This thing could look like um, Kim Kardashian, but she wouldn't know. It could look like one of the monsters from the movie The Village. And yeah, it would have been the perfect known. description. She wouldn't know. So, because she has taste in movies, <laughs> but not men. Um, she's following. She starts like her. The thing leaves, right? It leaves at a certain point, And so she just starts kind of like as quickly as she can in her condition, making her way down the stream. But she can sense something's following her or watching her. Like you're saying just about your mom, like, could feel the eyes. Yeah, you can feel it. She can feel the eyes. There's something. She doesn't know where it's it's coming from. She can't tell if it's up in the trees or it's on the ground with her. But she can just fucking feel it. Yeah. So she's hauling ass as fast as she can, which is not very fast, okay? She does find the house at the bottom of the creek where, you know, she found it. Okay. She walks up to the house. She gets on, like, the little deck area. She's banging on the door. Let me in. William, Bill, is awake. She can hear him walking around there. He will not let her in because she is not made at home in time, apparently, for whatever imaginary curfew that exists. And so he locks her out. Again, it is snowing. It is the middle of winter. She's wearing a dress. He already beat her up in the woods. Yeah. Okay. He gave her a concussion and abandoned her. Yeah. And then is mad that she took too long to get home when she was lost in an mm-hmm. area she didn't know. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. he won't let her out of the house. Okay. So. I cannot wait for this man to die. So. Because he dies, right? <laughs> what? I can't tell you the ending of the book. No, fuck that. Tell me now. I need to know. I, I can't tell you now. It's bullshit. You have to wait. This is bullshit. So he won't let her in. She all she can hear the creature now. It's roaring, screaming into the the night air, and it's getting closer to the house. She can hear it, and she's panicking. So there's two small structures outside of their cabin. There is uh, their food shed where they yep. like keep all of the meats like hanging and stuff like that. That's locked because he, only he, William, has the lock to that. Yep. And then there's an outhouse. Yep. And so she runs into Get the in house. Get in that shit house, man. And that's all. That and then climb in the hole and, and cover yourself in the poop so the monster can't smell you. She doesn't do that. That's smart, though. Yeah. If that ever happens to you, you do that and then tell me. I'll show up with a camera that you don't understand what it is. You know why? where picture. I learned about that? Where? From watching a movie about the Holocaust because that's how the kids head from the guards. Oh, I did not hit the no Nazi guarantee button on this episode. <laughs> no. Wait, I remember that. Was that? It was some movie. I think it might have been Schindler's List. Was it Schindler's List? There was something like that, though, where the kids yeah. climb into the outhouse and they climb that. down into the, the water in the goo. Yeah. Okay. Let's. Oh, let's God. The book. Bummer's book. Now the Holocaust. Oh, my God. Okay. So she hides out in the outhouse. Not in she the poop. She can hear it. She doesn't get in the poop. She can hear the thing like circling outside. Like she can I like. You stepping. know what? Let's make this fun. It's scurrying. It's scurrying. <laughs> it's skittering. It's, it's not. It's loud and she can hear Damn it. Damn it. And, um, but it doesn't, it doesn't attack the shed. It's like a poorly built outhouse. It's not 
like nice. So like yeah, it could it's have got like, holes in it. It and could all those have knocked things. this thing over and yeah, got yeah, 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 yeah. it. It doesn't. Um, so while this is happening, while she is locked out and she has to sleep in the outhouse that night, all this stuff, she is having an inner monologue crisis. A lot of things okay. are starting to come to her mind. She's like, I know he heard that. He's behind the door. I know he fucking heard that. And I know he knows I'm out here and he left me out here in that. And so like she's having these thoughts that she hasn't had ever before about like, this is unacceptable. This this person does not give a fuck if I live or die. Yeah. And so she's... Co- Wait, this is just dawning on her? Yes. And so she's okay. having a crisis of like crisis of self almost of like, what am I doing? How am I living like this? Blah, blah. Um, and a, like weird memories are starting to float back to her. She doesn't know what to do with any of them. She does. She's just like, they're happening. Right. And one thing that we learn is that whenever she would have like a certain memory or would, what would be called by bill as like an imagination he would literally beat it out of her. So like if she's like, remember that time that this thing happened? And he'd be like, that didn't happen. That's the devil talking to you. And I need to beat the devil out of you. So anytime in the past she's had memories or thoughts. Okay. There's a physical violence that happens. So he's physically suppressing memories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now alone in this uh, poop house with a uh, little monster outside, she's just like, hey, this is really fucked up. Like she's just like coming to terms with like, all of the fear and trauma. Okay. Okay. So is she the werewolf? Oh God. So eventually she's allowed back in the house, but William refuses to let her eat a full meal, which again, so she hasn't eaten in so long and she's been through so much. I just want to let her eat a meal. Um, but he says it's her punishment for not coming home. What the fuck? Okay. Yep. You know what? Is he a, is he a Hollywood executive? What the fuck is going on here? So, Does he run a studio? Um, I punched you in the face, abandoned you in the woods see, that you took too long. Did you see that they cut all the trees down? Where yes, I did. Oh I did see God. that bullshit. Yeah. It's inc- Wow. Nothing will put, no, nothing surprises me. Yeah. Honestly, nothing surprises no, me. No, you know what? It's, Go back and listen to our podcast about the Great Rail Strike. Yeah. Jesus. Nothing surprises me. But you know what? To make that to make that whole thought even worse is like whatever they do to people like that, they're already doing to homeless people. So, oh, like a billion times more. So, anyway, uh, that's n- not about this. So the this next episode's depressing. This next mo- okay, the next morning, Bill dies. <laughs> the next morning, Bill's the like unnatural death. Bill's like, I need to go into town to get more supplies to kill this thing because he did hear it. Okay, he's not going to say it, but he heard that fucking thing. So he admits it's real. He knows it's real. And he's like, I got to go into town to get more supplies, bigger bullets, bigger guns. I got to get things, stuff and things. And so he's like, I'm leaving. You do not get to go anywhere. You stay here, lock the door from the outside type of deal. So she's like taking a moment to breathe, to process whatever the fuck's going on. And while he's gone, someone knocks at the front door. Uh Uh-oh. And she's like. Freedom. No, she is freaks out because. She's like, if Bill sees footprints in the snow, he's going to think I did something and tried to leave and he's going to hurt me again. So she goes right into panic mode. So when she looks outside, because she like goes to a window and she looks outside, there's two guys out front of her house. One of them is that stranger from before. Who the asked camera her if she stranger. was okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She doesn't answer the door because she just hopes to leave. And... Is just again panicked that if William finds out someone was there, especially men, how this will negatively affect her. 
And so the, she can hear them talking. And the one guy is saying, the other guy is like, you don't understand. This girl looks so unhealthy. She looks so terrified. Like, I, we have to check on her. Like, I don't, I just, I think this is where they are. This is the closest place. Like, we have to ask more questions. And she looked familiar. And so, like, he's like, okay, like, whatever you say, man. But, like, they're just like, they, they inevitably leave because they're like, they, she's not answering. She's in a panic. She turns all the lights out, like, the whole thing. And they, they end up leaving. Okay. So, William comes back the next morning, and he has purchased um, a sled, like a motorized sled, a snowmobile. Okay. He's bought guns, grenades, bear traps, and all other kinds of shit. Okay. Okay? Where he gets all the money, like we were saying earlier, we don't know. Yeah. He got, he got new snowmobile money for, to kill a, a bear in the woods. Can't afford a radio. She, she's eating bread for dinner. Yeah. One slice. One slice. So Oof. he goes out into the woods. I hate this book. <laughs> like, this isn't even fun hate. Listen to me. And I'm telling you, I cut out all the other stuff. There's so much awful shit in here that I cut out. So he goes in the woods and he starts. You should have cut more. He starts laying traps and digging ditches and holes to try to trick the. Is he calling them with punji sticks? While he's out there, the strangers come back. While he's out there. So the next day, that next morning, the strangers come back. This time, there's three. It's two guys and a girl. Okay. And they don't come knocking this time, but they're kind of like in the rear of the house. And back kind of like he had been back there. So like Maddie hears all this. She hears them digging the ditch. She hears people coming. She So she hears them kind of like towards the back of the house. And she knows that he just laid out a bunch of bear traps. He's out there with a fucking gun and grenades. So she's like, she doesn't usually say anything, but she opens their bedroom window because that's like facing the back of the house. And she's like, y'all need to leave. Like she just yells it out the window. Like you guys need to get the fuck out of here. Like you have no idea the amount of danger you're in. And the three of them see her and like you... (laughs) In the book, we get a full description of, like, what they witness. And, like, her eye is swollen shut like she's a boxer. You know, okay, like, yeah. this is a this woman has been beaten. So they're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. they, they witness, like, this, this person screaming at them to get out of there, this starved, beaten girl with a huge black eye. And they're deeply concerned. And, like, are you okay? Um, the three people that we get to learn their names, they're CP... Griffin and Jen. I called it Griffin. Griffin ah. is the original dude from the original time they met him at the. Okay, that's thing. cameraman. That's cameraman. That's Griffin. Um, and we find out that the reason they're out there is that the three of them, for fun, they go on adventures together to hunt cryptids. And there's been all this talk of a cryptid. about cryptids and a cryptid in the woods. And okay. so they're on the hunt because they heard that people are starting to report seeing like this weird creature that nobody's ever seen before. And so they're trying to get pictures of it. Okay. And so for our listeners who don't know what a cryptid is, which I doubt exists. Uh, um, yeah, our listeners? Yeah. Our listeners don't a know cryptid, what a cryptid is. A cryptid is like the Jersey Devil, the Mothman, the Loch Ness Monster. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Those are cryptids. So yeah. it's like this thing that may or may not exist. It's an ima- uh, a creature of imagination. Um, there's stories about them, but there's no proof. Everything you listed is real. I agree with you completely. And um, 
hold my hand. I'm holding your hand. So I don't want to live in a world where the Mothman isn't real. Yeah, the Mothman is the best. Yeah. Also, the Jersey Devil's fun. You go to the Pine Barrens, go looking for the Jersey Devil. Yeah, that's fine. Um, Bigfoot, definitely real. Good kisser. <laughs> Loch Ness monster. He's just like a fun little swamp. No, nah, Loch Ness monster is the only one that I'm like fuck off. Oh come on, it's because he's Scottish. No, it's because Champy. Okay, it's just a rip off of Champy. So Maddie goes outside to yep. to try to persuade them to leave. She's like, because they're not listening. They're like talking about cryptids. They're like, you look crazy. Are you sure? Like, we'll call the police. And she's like, you can't shut the fuck up. Stop talking. He's going to hear you. So she exits the house and goes out back to to again be like, you guys have to fucking leave. You do not understand the amount of danger you're in. Bill is a dick and he's carrying grenades at this point. Yeah. Okay. So um, they're, as she goes out there, William does come. He hears them. So he comes looking and is like, who the, why do I have fucking people on my property? Although the property lines thing is never really discussed. I don't think all of the woods is his property. He just claims it's his property. Yeah. I bet, you know, honestly, you know what it feels like? It feels mm. like the woods is actually public park. And this is just one of those old cabins that's out there. Yeah. And it's just in an area where nobody ever fucking checks. Um, so the three strangers are talking to Maddie and Will threatens to fucking kill them. He's like, get the fuck away from my property. That's what uh, he says yeah. about his wife. Yeah. Yep. And specifically Jen is like, do you think we're going to let you take that girl and beat her more? Like, they're just like, the fuck do you think is happening? And Maddie is like, you guys, you have to leave. You're making it worse. And Will is like, listen, shut the fuck up, Maddie. I'm, you're going to, you're going to, I'm going to take care of you later. Right. He calls her Martha. I'm going to take care of you later, Martha. And something in this, like, I'm going to take care of you, Martha sentence. Again, her brain has been breaking this whole time. She's yeah. slowly breaking. And we're learning a lot about her history during this and, like, what it's been like living with William. And so she's she's having these breakdowns. And um, in this break, she she realizes that, like, her name isn't Martha. She thinks her name is Samantha. Okay. Like that stocking she saw, right? Yeah. And as one of the guys is like, okay, so she yells at him because she said Martha. And she's like, my name isn't Martha. My name is Samantha. And she yells at him. And she has never yelled at him, right? Because she's terrified of him. Yeah. But she says that. And then one of the guys goes, yo, that's where I recognize you from. You're Samantha Hunter. You've been missing for like 12 years. And William holds up, um, he has like a huge shovel at this point, like a big shovel. And he's like, don't say another fucking word. And Martha is like, what are you talking about? And in that moment, the three strangers like look at each other and they kind of like have that moment of sensitivity where they're like, you were kidnapped 12 years ago. Everyone's been looking for you. We see your picture on the news. Like they age your picture every year. Because yeah. they're still looking for you. Um, and they, they let also the information go that they've been looking for you for 12 years because they found the murdered body of your mother, but not you. And then we have the Martha Fulbrick or Samantha. I, I guess I'll just. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she is like the fuck. So the two guys after this. Real quick. Yeah. Real quick. You don't usually tell a victim, a kidnapping victim that first thing off yeah. the bat. Sure. But also, 
in front of the kidnapping murderer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the kidnap- you know what I mean? Like the guy who's holding a big shovel, uh, yeah. who she was mm-hmm. screaming, "He will kill you!" Yeah, mm-hmm. you just you don't you don't just be like. By the way, we know the whole plot. I know we're here in the middle of the woods looking for fake monsters that nobody believes in. Bob to bebop. We're just out here. And by the way, your real name's Samantha. You were stolen twelve years ago from your murdered murdered mother's corpse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he mm-hmm. might be the killer. Yep. None of us have guns. Yep. The most we have are iPhones. Oh, you don't even know what that is? Oops. Weird. Um, so the two guys, CP and Griffin, attack William. Okay, good. They get, I love this. They get the giant shovel. Get the giant and they, shovel. And they whack him with the shovel. How, okay? how do they whack him? They whack him, knock him out. De- describe it more. I, guess I didn't write it down. No, I want you to describe <laughs> it more. Describe it more. No, they knock him out, and then Jen grabs. Do they hold him on the ground and then just beat him? Like they just keep beating him with the shovel. It's more of a whack him out, and then they get the fuck out of there because they want to get. Did they steal the snowmobile? They did not steal the snowmobile. He's got keys. Steal the snowmobile. I thought that myself, and nobody brings up the snowmobile again in this book. Are you kidding me? They they, wait. So there's a Chekhov snowmobile. Yeah, and I don't know what happened to it. And as someone nev- who's ridden on a snowmobile, they're fun. You can definitely have a good time. Yeah, but also, so they're running, and he doesn't even get on the snowmobile and chase them on the snowmobile? No, you can't chase. You can't use a snowmobile in the woods. You have to have a trail. Yeah, I know, but you can still, like, be on the trail to, like, go ahead and then yeah, come back. True. You know what I mean? Like, I would go down to the bottom of the woods. Um. Anyway, they run into the woods, the four of them now. Okay. Uh, Samantha, uh, Samantha's freaking out because she knows William has set a lot of traps out there. So she's like, you guys have to be really fucking careful. Like, yeah. there's a lot of traps. Because there's bear have. traps because of the monster that also kills things and, yeah. and stacks their bones. And we're not talking about the monster. Not mentioning at all. Um. At this time, though, we hear, as they're running through the woods, we hear a crazy loud roar. From the monster. The predator is out there, right? Okay. And now they're fucking panicking because they're like, William, we don't think we killed that guy. We just uh, knocked him out real quick. And also, there's this other creature. We don't know what the fuck's going on with that. Also, the three uh, strangers, they don't, they're thinking of Mothman, right? They're like, it's a cool, interesting creature, and we're going to get a picture of it, and we're going to be famous on the Reddit. Yeah. Like, so, but Maddie is like, that thing hangs things by trees by its entrails. Also, my husband is insane. Like, Maddie's the only one that clearly understands the amount of actual danger anyone's in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this is very reminiscent of that time when I was with some guys from New Jersey and Ohio, mm-hmm. and a tornado was coming, and they thought it was all fun and games. Yeah. That was all the tornadoes were run- like, alarms were going off, and I... Uh, I, I ran, I literally abandoned the car in the middle of a parking lot and dove into a store screaming, where is your tornado shelter? <laughs> As my friends were giggling behind me, like, you dropped your hat. And I'm like, fuck the hat. We're going to die. And they're like, ha, ha, ha. And then when the hail came, they were like, oh. Yeah. Like mere seconds after getting inside of the building. Yeah. And I was like, this is why we don't go to Ohio, fellas. So they're like, listen, we got to go try to get back to the... There's a major road that they're telling her is nearby. They're like, there's this major road. We're going to get down to the road, and then we can... And she's like, what's a road? They're gonna, we're going to be able to get access to the town, okay? Yep. That's directly from the movie The Village. Um, two of... Okay, so as, the, as they're coming up with this plan, but still running through the woods, you know, as much as they can, um, two... Of the giant creatures, silently but quickly, come down from the trees. They're like, right? Just like, not a tree moves. Like, there's no warning. They just kind of down. And one of them claws, uses its giant fucking claws, and plucks Griffin up where he stands. And they, they take him. They just whoop back into the sky. Goodbye. Goodbye, Griffin. 
What? Yeah. So CP, the boy, other boy, he's like, we got to go find him. That's my best bro. We're, we got he dead. And, yep, so he's fucking dead. Maddie being a bit of a realist here, a little cold. She's like, no, no, we got to go. We got to go find the road. You hit my husband with a shovel and it turns out he kidnapped me and killed my mom. I don't give a fuck about that thing. So I don't even know Griffin that well. We got to get the fuck out of here. But CP and Jen are like, we got to find him. We oh, should climb up to the book. caves. Fuck this book. And she's like, no, no, no. Absolutely fuck this book. So Samantha, knowing what she has seen in uh, her whole life, gets them to keep moving. She's like, guys, guys, I understand. We're going to miss him. Great guy. Great guy. We got to keep fucking moving. So they do. Yeah, you just saw two giant beasts drop from the sky. Yeah, kind grab of like birds. And, yeah. Like, it was like I'm a bird bear. Bird yeah, bear. Like an owl bear. An owl bear, yes. Yeah, they dropped down silently, grabbed mm. your friend, took off into the sky. Mm-hmm. And you think you're going to ever have a shot of saving your friend? Your friend's dead. Yeah. Um, as they're running through the woods, because uh-huh. again, they're still, we're trying yeah. to get there. Uh, they hear another, like they hear more sounds uh-huh. in the woods. They can't tell if it's the thing or William, but they hear something coming at them. Okay. Something. Something. And at that point, Jen ends up getting her leg chomped in a bear trap. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've had that queued up for so long. I've been waiting for a moment. uh, So then... They're like, okay, here's the plan. And I don't know if I agree with this plan, but this is the plan they came up with. Okay. They're like, Use her as a sled. No, they're like- They're on a snowy mountain. We got to go back to the, the log cabin because we got to get first aid for Jen. It's leg. the wrong direction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't go back to the scary house. Oh my God. I so hate this. So they go back I to the I could have been cabin. in bed by now. They I just want to point out, it's 1030 at night. They go back to the cabin. I got three days of work left. They check- to make sure William is not there. Nobody knows where William is. Bill, we don't know where he is. I have a question. Yep. So they were running as fast as they can, mm-hmm. but still the cabin was closer than the road. I guess. This I, is the stupidest shit I've ever heard um, in my entire life. They put Jen into bed when they get into William, uh, back into that wild cabin. They put her in bed because she keeps like coming in and out of consciousness from the pain and the bleeding out and all that shit. Okay. Um, and so they're... Uh, Martha, Maddie, I don't know. What's her name at this point? Maddie is like, I'm Samantha. Gonna, Samantha, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to clean out her wound so that she doesn't get an infection as much as I can. Oh, and then my husband's going to walk in here and shoot everyone. Um, so and she, then the monster's going to eat my and husband. And then she hands CP, they're like, there's obviously guns in the house. So she hands CP a gun and is like, listen, you watch the door. Everything is locked. Yeah. Keep an eye out. For and he's blood. like, I don't know about guns. I only use the cameras. Um, also, CP and Samantha are talking and like, it's very clear that like CP is just like your average kind of pushy guy. Like Sam does not like his vibe at all. And she's been living with Bill. So like, yeah. that says a lot. Um, <laughs> um, because CP is like still freaking out about like, not that it's not like, I understand he's still freaking out about Griffin, but he's like, we got to go to the cave. And she's like, shut the fuck up. Watch the door. Like the, the madman is still out there. Griffin. We can't worry about him right now, my man. But he's still just like in a panic because this is probably the first time he's ever experienced uh, trauma in his life. And she's yeah. a little, she got a little alligator skin about the situation, if you will. Yeah. So, um, uh, let's see. Pushy guy, Samantha, I, I saw what you did, but I have to keep going. Um, William comes back to the house. 
it's they can hear him outside. Okay. He's very tense. Um, he is. It's clear he's like waiting. Like you said, there's a clearing. He's waiting in the tree line to attack. Um, but what happens is while they're you know panicking about William being outside, the creature is screaming outside. Whatever the the noise is, it's out there making it very loudly. And they're all like, ooh, like CP and Sam are like hunkered down the floor. They're terrified. And all of a sudden, the front window near the kitchen breaks, shatters open. And they don't know if William shot a gun in the window or what. But when they stand back up to look, the, the window's been shattered. And there's a human heart in the middle of the table, blood streaking through the window. Like the creature threw the heart into the, the house. Whoa. At them. You got you got to have a pretty good throw too to break a window decent, with meat. De- decent throw, or maybe they put the claw through, and then released once they got inside. You know what I mean? Yeah, that could that could make it easier. Um, CP basically having a manic panic attack at this point is like, what the fuck is happening? I thought I was going on a fun hike with my friends. Yeah, we were going to look for Bigfoot, <laughs> yeah. and now my friend's dead, and that's his his bloody heart. Yeah, and it's like, is it his heart or is it William's heart? Because William's outside, we don't know. Um, uh, later that night they hear gunshots. They assume it was William, but they don't really know. So Samantha wants to confirm William is dead the next day. And so she goes outside and CP hates the idea of looking to see if William is dead. Cause he's like, we need to get away from here and we need to get the fuck out of here. Yep. They do need food though. So she's like, listen, the keys to the house, I have them cause they're in here. So we have the keys. Let's go check the food stead shed and see if we can get some like eggs and bread and we'll um, we'll make some food so they get to the food shed or no they're walking to the food shed because it's like off from the house this is the dumbest shit i've ever heard if you don't let me get through this i'm no i'm just this is so fucking stupid they're I, walking to the food shed okay so there's a guy outside with a fucking gun a heart's just been thrown through the window Maybe. this is the this is the next morning they slept through the night. They slept. And so now they don't know where anything is. They don't know where anything is or what's going on. So they have no idea where anything is outside. And they're like, let's go make some bacon and eggs. They're starving and they need food. So they're like, we have to make. Oh, if only they had walked to the fucking motel on the edge of the road. Oh, so they walk. Continental breakfast already. And when they open it, they. Oh, you see, this is the part I keep missing. When they're walking there, they look up into the trees and there's Griffin hanging by his entrails. And then Sam has to grab CP, pull him to the food shed because he starts freaking out. And she's like, shut the fuck up. We don't know if William's still out here. We got to be quiet like mice. Shut the fuck up. Also, there's literally the monsters. Yeah. See, she is always going to be more afraid of William. Yeah, because, but I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying for for them. Yeah. The other thing to yell at them is there are literal monsters. Yeah, yeah. There are actual monsters. It killed your friend. Yeah. There's the proof. Yeah. Your other Shut idiot friend up. stepped in a fucking bear trap. Yeah. Which I just want to throw out there real quick. Mm. Comically weird. <laughs> I just want to just throw that out there. So they get to the food shed and guess what? They unlock it because she has the keys from inside the house. And there's no food. So much food. So much food. Candy bars. What? Boxes of cereal. What? All the all the fun like people treats food. and Cheez-Its. He's been hoarding food. He doesn't let her go in there. She's never yeah, had yeah. the key before. He's been starving her with nothing but eggs, cheese, and bread for 12 years yeah. on rations but when he goes out to the shed he eats snickers bars and cheese it's so she again is like what the fuck so again she like i think she eats some candy but they grab some food they take it back in the house for them and jen who's still in there dying um uh, from a leg 
So I don't know if I wrote this down, but there's Samantha thinks that uh, William might have put poison on the bear traps. Oh, okay. So she thinks there could be a poisoning. Situation. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So I'm glad you went back to the cabin and not towards fucking civilization. Um, Jesus Christ, this book. They grab. They grab food. I don't. Uh, they. They get back to the house with the food because they're gonna eat it, and they CP and Sam get in an argument again. And she like about what I don't what know. what the fuck could they even be I arguing don't about? Remember, I'm about to get an argument with you because this is still going. <laughs> I can't end this book for you. Hold on. So it turns out they're uh, getting this argument, and she takes whatever he says as a real personal attack, and she's like, she starts like crying. She's like, I know I'm such a bad person. And he's like, You're not a bad person. That's not what I'm trying to say. And she was like, You don't understand. Bad people get punished. And he's like, What are you talking about? And she, like, pulls up this car. There's, like, a little carpet on the floor. She removes, like, the little rug, and under it is, like, a little door. And she shows him there's, like, this tiny box, like, almost like a coffin in the floor. And she explains that whenever she was bad, that's where she would get locked in for days. And then you put the carpet back over it and just leave her down there. So, like, this is the moment where CP truly realizes, like, this beaten and battered starved woman in front of him, like, is like so emotionally damaged. Listen, and CP has not the the whole time the character of CP doesn't take it seriously. He's very just like, like he reminds me of like a finance bro almost like that type of energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he's, no, no, but 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 he's he was the one who was like, oh, you're the girl. No, I think it was Griffin. Okay, Griffin. But still, when there's the moment when you discover Elizabeth Smart in the fucking woods, because yeah. that's what this whole thing reminds me of. I don't yeah. remember what her name was. When you find fucking Elizabeth Smart in the woods being held captive by a crazy old-timey hunter mm-hmm. who has AR-15s and grenades, yep. and you're being chased by giant fucking monsters? Owlbears is what we decided. Yeah, owlbears, right? right? Yeah. Shut the fuck up. He doesn't until right now. I hate this guy. So His name should be DP. <laughs> So, All right, not CP. CP's like, hey, we need to get the fuck out of here. And Maddie's like, I've been saying that. Oh, if only I've there was if only there was a fucking snowmobile. So Sam is like, hey, listen. You know what I, doesn't I get caught seen, in bear traps? What? Snowmobiles. I Sam's like, listen, I have this a little this little stolen cash. She found cash at one point while doing uh what's his name's laundry, Bill's laundry in his pocket. So she's like, I have this secret stash of money. Let me go grab it, and then we'll when we go, we'll be able to like pay for things to, you know. She she's like having this thought of like we need to have some type of money right money is a thing she doesn't really know so he she shows him the little wad of money that she stole from his pocket when she was doing the laundry and it's well over two grand in rolled hundred dollar bills okay and she but she doesn't know that she's just like he said it's money like she doesn't know what money is um and he's like CP's like yo where the fuck did you get this and she's like well he keeps usually he keeps it in this trunk in his bedroom but I'm not allowed in there and to the, into the trunk and he's like you have the keys right because we have the keys to everything now so they go and they open the trunk the trunk's full of cash full of cash also full of heroin boom guess how bill makes his money ah oh. heroin okay also in there news clippings from all the newspaper articles about her kidnapping and her mother's murder oh so that gets really dark. There's a whole uh, real dark shit that happens there when she has that memory all come alive when she sees pictures of herself and her mother. I'm not getting into it. It gets real dark. So we're going to skip past that. We're going to roll this little spreadsheet down I made. Um, they go outside. They grab a regular. You're, you're sh- not going to let me take a break. No, we're just going to power through. I have a bag of potato chips next to me, <laughs> and I want a bottle of water so fucking bad. Do you want to take a break? We can take a break. 
Can we please take a break? We can take a little break. Okay, we're going to take a little tiny break because I and the fucking listeners deserve it. <laughs> because this book fucking blows. Okay, great. We're back. We're back. Because listen, I was I was throwing the time out. I need a fucking break sign. Yeah. And you were like, you were cut. You're waving me off. Yeah. And it's rude. Sorry. Yeah. I was like, just push through. No. That's exactly what Bill would say. <laughs> it's not what, it's what Maddie would say. No, it's what it's Bill just... would say. I need to take a fucking break. And you're over here like, return to the cabin. I'm like, no, I don't want to return to the cabin. I never say return to the cabin. You've said it 16 times while you've been reading this awful oh, story to me. Oh, my God. Okay, listen. Where did we leave off? So they're they get they still take all the cash out of the thing. Okay, so they wait hold on. They found they found the big bag of money. Uh-huh. They found some heroin. They we, found newspaper clippings confirming that she she is who she is and her mom yep. was murdered. Yep. And then they're the the girl Jen mm-hmm. dying. Dying in bed. Dying in bed from a bear trap poison. Mm-hmm. Bill's somewhere outside. Don't know. Monsters are somewhere outside. Yep. CP's a DP. Yep. And uh and Maddie is actually Samantha. Yep. And the whole book is basically the village. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. It's, M Night Shyamalan's the village. Uh, but with way more uh, abuse, like abuse. I feel like yeah. All right. I don't want to minimize yeah. abuse by making the joke about yeah. M Night Shyamalan's the village being abuse. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. It's there's a lot. Okay, so we are still in the cabin. But we're fucking leaving. We got the money. We're leaving the heroin behind. We're just taking the money. They get a sled, like an actual sled. Like okay. it has a rope on it, you pull it sled. They put Jen on the sled. Okay, don't use the snowmobile, you fucking morons. <laughs> they're gonna use a real regular sled and we're gonna put Jen on it. Okay. We're gonna pull her and they're we're getting the hell out of here. So um they're going through the woods as quietly as they can. Uh-huh. For fuck's sake. Get the fuck out of there. Um but we're definitely leaving tracks because we're pulling a sled. Because we're we're two people walking and pulling a sled. Yep. And while they're you know, they're Making their way through the woods, trying to get back to that Making main fucking way. road. Um, a cryptid, the whatever, the, the owlbear, owl yeah. swoops down, scoops up Jen, takes her right off the sled, flies her away. <laughs> Bye, Jen. Yeah. Uh, what C- a waste. What a waste. CP not handling this well. Yeah. He, not, he's, he just really starts freaking out about how this was supposed to be a day hike, you know? This was it was supposed to be a day hike to take a picture of a, a silly little cryptid, and meanwhile he hasn't taken a he's seen a cryptid now twice didn't he take a picture no pictures. once. You just one just stole his friend Jen from a sled. What um, a weird one to pick too. Yeah. Right, like last time they picked they picked the guy they picked Griffin. Yeah, and he was standing. Yep. So that made a little more sense. Nope. This time he jumped down the way they had to bend don't over. Even, don't eat her because she's full of poison. Probably she's dangerous to eat. That's actually better for everybody if they um, do eat the poison lady. So Sam's, I mean, CP's freaking out. Sam is talking to him. Like, listen, we got to keep going. He's like, we got to find her. She's like, why do I have to keep explaining to you that we can't find these we people? We just wasted a day keeping her alive we can't find these people. with her poison leg. And now the story's still going for some fucking so, reason. So while they're talking to each other. I guarantee you with All this of a book, sudden, CP falls over face forward. Just like, whoop. Like face into the snow. Yeah. And then she hears the gunshot. She didn't hear the gunshot first. She just saw him fall. And then in the distance, but not too far distance, she can see William holding a gun. Okay. Okay. So now now every every monster's there. We got Bill. We got the monsters. The actual owlbears. Yeah. 
we got um, her, this writer, mm-hmm. all of the monsters. <laughs> they're all there on the side of this mountain. So Will attacks, Bill attacks her. Okay. They get into a physical alteration. He beats her up some more. It's really aggressive. She she fights back, though. Okay. Probably for the first time ever. Yeah. She really fights back. And where they are is kind of like that cliff area I was describing. And she pushes him off the fucking cliff. Okay. Okay. And she watches him as he tumbles down and does not live to, he does not make it. She does, in fact, kill Bill. Okay. Okay. She pushes him off the cliff. You've been waiting, I would, you've been waiting hours to say that. I really wish he would have went in a way more painful way. Yeah, I mean... I really wanted him to suffer a lot more. But she definitely confirms that he's dead. He's, like, squished at the bottom of the hill. You know what? I don't think they really did confirm, confirm. But she was like, she saw him hit every rock on the way down. This feels like this feels like a, the ending of a 70s movie. Mm. You know what I mean? Because they can't show the actual death. Yeah. So they show him in slow-mo tumble. But how could it not show the actual death? We've been talking about entrails for the whole book. We can be graphic at this point. Yeah, Gra- I feel Graphically like I wanted- kill Bill. Yeah, I wanted something. I wanted to hit this button. I wanted to hit. Yeah. I didn't get to do that. I know. That's Pushing an old man down a hill. Ugh. Okay, so now she's. So guess what? Turns out CP didn't get like killed by the bullet. He just got grazed. So CP's alive. He comes to. That's not fun. So CP's like, we need to get the fuck out of here. All right, great. So now again, they're going to escape the woods. They're running, but she's kind of carrying him because he's really, he's hurt. I don't remember. Like he got hit, but not. He got hit like, somewhere. He got hit somewhere, but he so was a little killed. bit more than a graze. And while they're walking, and she's like carrying him on her shoulder, kind of, they hear the loud roar from the owlbear again. Yeah, yeah. And um, they see it above them. Now at this point, I don't remember when CP gets a gun. I, you know what? He had the gun from the house. Yeah. He took it with him, but I think because he got shot from behind, he wasn't ready. So now he's like, he sees the owlbear and he's going to shoot it. He's got his gun pointing at the owlbear and he's like, I'm going to shoot this thing. And as he goes to shoot it, the owlbear, too quick, too quick for him, reaches down with its big weird bear claws, bear bird claws, and grabs the gun. Also grabs his hand and rips his entire hand off with the gun and flies away. CP passes out again. This poor CP just be passing out from pain and fear. Um I hate this guy anyway. So it's not like it, it, this is at this point it's getting comical. There was some movie a long time ago. It was a comedy movie where like there was this one character. What the fuck was it? Where she? Oh no, I remember what it was. It's like in Scrooge. It's the lady in Scrooge <laughs> who keeps getting beat up. Who keeps on getting set. beat up on set and she's oh. getting knocked out because she's from Standards and Practices. Yeah, Standards and Practices. Lady. So it's like every time we see CP, oh. he's just more and more beat up. God, First it was emotionally, incredible. and now incredible. he's like literally lost an arm. Oh man! All right. and when she gets knocked out by the like ladder, that yeah, trying to, oh, so funny. yeah, she keeps getting. Concussions. I can't wait till Christmas time. So we watch Scrooge again. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Samantha wraps his hand up. She was like her scarf or something, and he he eventually comes to, and they continue running. Um, they make it. They fucking make it to the main road. Okay. okay? They make it to the main road. Uh huh. Down from their the house. And there is a big truck there. It's Bill's truck that he drives to the city in. Or, I'm sorry, to the town. It's not like a city. Okay. But So, like, when he went and got the grenades and the bullets and shit, this is the, the truck he rode. And it's, like, described, like, 
those big lifted Ford trucks, you know, the ones. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's a big rich guy truck. Yeah. It's a heroin dealer kind of truck. Yeah, it's one of those trucks that he definitely writes off on his taxes mm-hmm. because he has to drive to three of his properties that he's using to wash money through. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, But Sam has the keys because she had the keys from the house. So she's like, I think these might work. They get in. She doesn't know how to drive. So yeah. CP has to get in there. And with one hand. He... The, the way that they describe it is that he's in charge of the pedals and the steering with his one hand, and then she has to do the stick shift. So he's explaining to her It's a stick fucking shift. stick shift on it's top of that? stick shift. So he's like- How ex- fucking complicated? Yo, Christina <laughs> Henry, the author of this, fuck you, dude. <laughs> fuck you. They got to the fucking truck, the end. Now it's a um, stick shift. What's next? The monsters chase them while they're, they're in the truck? stick shifting. She's stick shifting. He's explaining it. They drive- they come up, crawl, They come up to a small building, and it is the state troopers' building. They walk in, and she's like, "I need help. You need to help my friend. He's bleeding out." And they're like, "Oh my god!" The the people at the reception desk are like, "Holy shit! Oh my god! Yes, let's come over here." What's your name, young lady? And she's like, "My name is Samantha Hunter." And that's how the book closes. Yeah, the Fuck. state troopers, dude. Fuck. Imagine the state troopers. Fuck this I book. can't even. Fuck this I need book. to tell you, I, I know I said at the beginning, I left out so much because there is so much detail about the abuse that she went through with Bill that I could not discuss. But this book was still abusive to me. <laughs> this is, this is the worst <laughs> book should we do a ranking on book club like what your worst books are this instead of what is your it. favorite this, this is, is your worst it. so this far this is the worst book this is the worst one this is the absolute mermaids worst. just got a little higher baby listen at least mermaids like had some was entertaining fun. it was fun it was fun now i know why you liked mermaids it was super fun you know why you liked mermaids why because you read shit because <laughs> everything else you read is shit so mermaids in your world mermaids yeah. was a higher tier book i was like this is a fun to time. me i'm like i never want to read that it's like it's like so many of the, the fantasy I books it was i grab be a book about werewolves so many of the fantasy books i'll grab when i'm like at barnes and noble and i'll start reading it and it'll be like Meryl is a Mutterai priestess mm-hmm. with the power of Shumakar. And I'm like, shut the fuck up. I'm immediately like, I'm not reading this. And this book made me so mad. Yeah. I yeah. absolutely hate this. It's clearly Elizabeth Smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Elizabeth Smart being held in the woods mm-hmm. by mm-hmm. a psychopath mm-hmm. who gets double. Because he, he, Elizabeth Smart was only missing I for... Like only, but it was like eight to ten months, I think. Yeah. When I was looking at it, it was two thousand two to two thousand three. With this, it's like twelve years. Yeah. And I'm like, the whole thing's psycho shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The heroin comes out of nowhere. Do, it explains how he has money, I guess. I guess. I don't know. But also, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's, None of it makes sense. And like, it, how are you going to be super hyper religious but sell heroin? Oh God. Oh, so you can't be hyper-religious and, and steal a kid. So I guess that's true. No, that makes the most sense. Because um, that was the deal with Elizabeth Smart. That guy was like a crazy... I think he was a crazy... He and his wife mm. stole her. Well, the the backstory again, like I didn't get too much into the abuse stuff, but like the he was like a normal, normal guy and he was dating the mom. Okay. And then they were dating. So like she, when she was little, knew him. As, like, mom's boyfriend. And then uh, he, like, crept in the house one night and was like, I got a surprise for your mom. You just got to go sit over here. And And then then he murdered the mom. And then took her and she was, like, 
six or something. Jesus. Yeah, and then, yeah, so there's a lot of, like, graphic details about a six-year-old. Like, I don't need that, man. Yeah. So, I I gotta say, this is not my favorite book. I, I didn't even really want to do a book club on it, but I also think it's fun to make Alex upset. So, sometimes it's just like, I'll tell you about this book because it, it'll make you upset because now I'm not the only upset one and now the readers can be upset too. Listeners. <laughs> Listeners. Well, some people read it. <laughs> and I'm sorry. I didn't you know. You should have apologized to those I'm people. I'm really this sorry. This book I thought it was going to be a werewolf book. <laughs> they don't even ever, they never even explain what the owlbears are. They never do. That's the thing is you don't even need them. They don't need to be there. No. They could have just been a wolf. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it could have just been a wolf that he is, that is, like, pissing him off, right? Yeah. And that there's something out there that's an outside force. You didn't need three people either. Yeah. It could have been one person. It could have, honestly, it could have been a fucking state trooper. Listen, I have a lot of thoughts on the, state I know you troopers. have a lot of thoughts on state troopers <laughs> because that's where, that's what cops fail and end up becoming. Oh, no. But, but you could... There's so many ways to do this. I feel like they added the monsters just so that way they could put it in. They could add a monster thing yeah. to trick people like you into thinking that's a werewolf book. Yeah. I got tr- I got duped. But there's there's inexplicably two of them. Yeah, that's never explained. Right? I, I don't know. I have no answers for this. They're they're just in the woods somewhere in America. Yep. Where there are giant chupacabra... Where the, where the police never looked for 12 years. Well, that makes sense. Because remember, with Elizabeth Smart, she was 18 miles from her house. Mm, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. just, like, on a hill. Like, it was, yeah. it, was, it was very similar. Like, that's the one thing yeah. that actually is believable. Yeah. Because it's very similar to Elizabeth Smart's story. Yeah. Um, and I always feel really bad for her. Mm-hmm. Because I know, again, now she's, like, very fundamentalist. All those different... I'm like, a horrible thing happened to her. Yeah. Um... This book sucks shit. <laughs> I just opened up to the page. My name's Griffin Banerjee. This is my friend C.P. Chang. <laughs> yep. And I'm Jen. Fuck you. I hate... This is, the... this is just so awful. Yeah. So I want to thank everybody for listening. I'm sorry there was a delay. A lot of life stuff happening. Really putting a, a kibosh on me reading... And then the first book I picked up is the worst book in the human history. God, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Okay. I didn't you know, know what? You know what? What? You know what? Mm. There's so many podcasts out there that review bomb a book. Yeah. People need to be warned about this book. <laughs> I'm not saying people to do that. And I know there's a lot of ones out there who use that power for evil. This book I feel deserves no, a review bomb. Don't review bomb anything. I don't even think I reviewed it on my Goodreads. Well, I think good. I just put like one star. I didn't. I don't write bad reviews about stuff, except unless it's like, "Hey, you should mention that this is all a lot about child abuse." All right, I'm done. Okay, it's you want to go to bed it, now? Yeah, it's almost eleven o'clock. Yeah, we got work in the morning. Yeah, and I gotta go post this. So thank you guys so much for listening. We, I apologize uh, that we didn't like the book. Maybe the next one I'll like. Our apologies uh, profusely. Alex probably won't like it though because he don't like nothing. <laughs> mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from moonpig 
add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.